The recent cold weather has caused vegetable prices to rise. The staple hot pot vegetables such as cabbage and Chinese cabbage have been in such high demand that their prices have risen by 20 percent. The price of sponge gourd has also gone up by 30 percent due to crop damage from the cold. With another cold spell approaching, vegetable retailers are worried that supplies will be low and that high prices will turn away customers. Winter is hot pot season, and cabbage and Chinese cabbage are the requisite hot pot vegetables. But their prices have been driven up by the recent cold spell, and thrifty housewives aren't buying them. A trip to a traditional market is telling. Most vegetable prices have gone up. The cost of a catty of cauliflower has gone up from 50 to 60 NT dollars. Cabbage has reached 30 NT dollars a catty in a 20% rise. They have all become more expensive. Two bunches used to cost 50 NT dollars. Now they're 60 NT dollars. High vegetable prices are due to the bad weather. It has had an impact. I now go for the cheaper vegetables. The freezing weather has also hurt leafy green crops, leading to shortages that can't meet demand. Of all the vegetables, the price of a sponge gourd has shot up the most, from 45 to 60 NT dollars a catty, a rise of more than 30 per cent. The price of water spinach has hit 50 NT dollars, and Chinese cabbage is sold for 35 NT dollars a catty, having risen by 25 per cent. Vegetables don't grow during a cold spell. If they're small in size and frozen, then they become somewhat smelly and dry like this potato leaf. When the supply becomes limited, the price is sure to rise a bit. With another wave of cold air mass arriving on Thursday, vegetable prices are sure to spike again. Vegetable vendors can only hope that the prices will come back down before the Lunar New Year. Astronomy fans, take note. At least three visual feasts are in store this year. The Quadrantids, a January meteor shower, is debuting as I speak. The year's first celestial show is expected to reach its height in the next hour, when the number of meteors will reach 110 per hour. Another meteor shower to behold will be the Perseids on August 13th. The third celestial show is a full lunar eclipse, and that will happen on May 26. In Taiwan's capital city, there are many young families that can't find the time to make healthy home-cooked meals. At the same time, there's a growing group of women whose children have long left home and who have more time than they know what to do with. One entrepreneur found a way to bring the two groups together. Zheng Xiaowei has created a meal service that delivers fresh family-sized meals cooked up by retired women. It's a proposition that benefits not only the customers, but also the home chefs who find a new way to conduct with their community. Let's see how it works in our Sunday special report. 70-year-old Mrs. Hu makes a trip early every morning to the same familiar market. When she cooks each day, it's to feed many families besides her own. She makes meals that are delivered straight to people's homes. 
This traditional market is Mrs. Hu's stomping ground. At every stall, she is greeted by familiar faces. Fruit, seafood, and vegetables wrapped in packages large and small. She buys everything she needs before heading home and preparing to work her magic in the kitchen. Mrs. Hu does what she knows best, cooking. After she finishes with a sesame oil chicken, she starts prepping the shrimp for the next dish, sautéed shrimp. Once the shrimp is ready, she sautés some leafy greens, a staple in her three-dish meals. They're cooked up one by one in her kitchen, assembled into meal boxes, photographed, posted online, then packed into a bag for delivery. She writes up labels just as the delivery driver arrives. After I retired at 60, I was bored. I was cooking at home every day for my grandchild and son. I love to cook. My son once said to me, Mum, at home you are so idle, you become agitated, you have nothing to do. Then one day he said to me, I have a friend who is providing this meal service, would you like to give it a try? I've been at it for nearly three years now. The time passes so quickly. I'm quite happy with it all. Mrs. Hu joined a platform that connects older women with busy young adults who crave home cooking. It brings the aromas of home-style meals even to studios with no kitchen. I order the food and as soon as we get home, we can eat. I don't need to do extra work and my child can eat sooner. After he eats, he can do his homework or watch TV. Time is less tight this way. In Taiwan, more than 60% of people purchase older meals in a day. The platform makes it possible for this group to get a few home-cooked meals. I can look forward to discovering what today's meal will be. It always changes. Also, every one of these chefs has their own specialty. For the chefs behind the meals, praise from customers is a tremendous motivation. Having people eat what you cook brings a sense of happiness. If people tell you the meals you cook are delicious, it gives you a feeling of approval. You feel quite accomplished. Word has spread about the service via social media. These women may not have been aware of the power of the internet. They soon found that people would look at the food they cooked and discuss their cooking methods. Whether it's praise or criticism, it's all feedback that makes them happy. Through cooking, the chefs gain not just a sense of accomplishment, but also a bit of spending money. One woman said to me, the AC I installed in my kitchen was purchased with my own money. I didn't need to ask my husband for it. It's more cost-effective than taking on a part-time job. The benefit of it is, firstly, it's the shared economy that everyone talks about. And secondly, I can quit at any time. I don't need any type of excuse. Participating in the so-called shared economy comes with very big preconditions. You must have spare resources. That may be a kitchen, it may be time, or it may be an ability to cook very well. The shared economy has created many new business opportunities as it uses technology to connect supply with demand. It perfectly meets a need seen in modern society. 
that of busy small families that still want to eat healthy home-cooked meals. It also enables these retired women to make their own contributions to society. While making these contributions, they can also earn a bit of money to help them with everyday expenses. Meal service creator Zheng Xiaowei said her idea came about while she was volunteering at a nursing home. I worked there as a volunteer and I chatted with the residents. I learned that all of them could cook. So I helped them organize cooking classes and find students. But the students would learn the skills and then go home and discover that they have no time to cook. So then I started thinking, since these seniors have the time, why not just have their meals delivered to others and I'll handle the logistics in between. All those in-between logistics have proven tricky, she says. For example, to reduce the environmental toll of delivering meals, Zheng had rolled out glass meal containers. But this greatly added to the complexity of her business. We don't have a centralized kitchen. Although I can sanitize the food containers here, I still need to send them back to the 40 women we work with and then send them off again to the customers' homes. After customers finish with their meals, I need to recover the containers and start the process over again. Zheng is taking pains to avoid using a centralized kitchen. From the start, our hope was to allow everyone to eat home-cooked meals. Therefore, we said to the women, we don't have a standardized process to impose on you, but we just ask that you don't use MSG or processed foods. Aside from that, you are free to do things your way. We don't standardize the meals. But without standardized meals, it will be hard to scale the operation in the future. Our hope is for there to be a great variety of home-style dishes. For example, say that today sesame oil chicken is on the menu. The way sesame oil chicken is made in your household, the way it's made in my household, the way Mrs. Who makes it, it's all different. I think that's really great. So I hope we can keep the small scale with every woman cooking for neighbors. We've created a bridge that lets these women provide a service to their neighbors. Of course, the problem with that is we cannot mass produce meals. The business model is inherently difficult to scale up, but it does lend itself to the passing down of traditions. At this summer camp, children get to be the chefs. These salted egg yolk pastries were made by the children. A child works away, and her mother delightedly samples the results. We won't make food like this at home. Seeing her knead the dough, and then watching the final product come out of the oven was so touching. These days, kids don't particularly have any thoughts on what they eat during Dragon Boat Festival and Mid-Autumn Festival. When we pass on cultural traditions, food is an important part of that. We hope this summer camp can help with that. At the summer camp, the retired women who cook for delivery are able to add teaching to the list of experiences. They start with the raw materials. We teach them about the ingredients. The teacher will also take them to the market and introduce them to the various ingredients. After they attend the camp, children understand the hard work that goes into cooking, and they can appreciate their mother's work when they are eating. This is Pingyu's fifth year in a row participating in the camp. Watching her masterfully fry cabbage, it's hard to imagine that she is only in elementary school. On weekends, she cooks breakfast for us. She likes to make egg-based dishes. When she cooks for us, I feel we are going to be living the good life. It's precisely that sense of happiness that Zheng hopes to deliver through food. 
They grabbed the drumsticks, and in less than five minutes, they'd finished eating. They said to me, "Mom, that was really delicious. Next time, tell the chef to cook more for us." That day, they were really happy. They even made a video for the chef. When she saw it, she was also really happy. By preparing home-cooked meals for others, these women not only ensure families are fed, but also feed themselves. Many of these women, when we first approached them, were alone or living only with their partner. They had been eating out too. It's not that they were unwilling to cook. Whenever there's a mouth to feed, everybody eats home-cooked food. The platform sort of renewed a sense of family connection. Take my son, for instance. He grew up and got busy. Now we even need to schedule time with him to eat together. Sometimes it's just my husband and me in such a small family. Even when I'm able to cook, it's hard to do it. But with this platform, I cook for others and eat the leftovers. Zeng believes that the best-tasting meals are those made with love for others. The care that these women pour into the kitchen is appreciated at the dinner table by those in their own community. We just brought the two sides together. Through this service, both of these families are eating better, and their family time has improved. Through the platform, one woman can send a home-cooked meal to three to five families and share the happiness that it brings. Turning now to sports. The queen of badminton, Dai Ziying, is returning to international competitions after having been holed up in Taiwan for the last 10 months. She left for Bangkok Sunday to compete in the Yonex Thailand Open, which begins January 12th. A video she shot on her phone shows Dai and her entourage wearing all the necessary PPE before boarding. Dai hasn't played in an international competition since March last year, when she won the championship at the All England Open. The Yonex Thailand Open will be her first leg in the BWF Tour, where she'll be up against local favorite Ninjaran Jindapol. Fellow male shuttlers Zhou Tiancheng and Wang Ziwei will also be joining her on this tour as they gear up for the Yonex Thailand Open and the Toyota Thailand Open before the BWF World Tour Finals on January 27th.